Hey, Sabrina, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> how are you doing? I am all right. I'm a bit chilly, though. Yeah, it's um, it's colder now. I think the temperature's really dropped. It has. So I'm, I've, I've got some very furry slippers on and uh, wrapped up in a hoodie and looking forward to chatting. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, how are you feeling about going into lockdown 2.0? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a very simple question to begin. Um, actually, I was talking to one of my clients earlier about this, and she looked as I felt, you know, a little bit low, a little bit confused. Um, and we it, it just sort of geared ourselves up after the first one. And now we're kind of creeping out again and doing bits and pieces. Yeah. And, and now we're kind of going back into hibernation, hopefully uh, not too full on. Um, Mentally, it's quite hard, I think, uh, to keep the spirits up and uh, not get overrun by Zoom, mm. basically. Um, but uh, other than that, I'm just trying to uh, stay positive and go on with business as usual. What is business as usual for you? Tell us a little bit about the work <laughs> which you do. Um, well, I'm a Pilates instructor and I'm also a writer. And uh, my day uh, really consists of all of that and all the other stuff that I try to keep myself going with so that I don't go absolutely loopy. Um, yeah. Uh, so I usually teach um, in the mornings and the evenings when people have got time. But now that has changed because people are at home more. So my schedules change slightly. And, um, and then I write whenever I can. Was that schedule designed based upon you knew when your energy was right for doing Pilates and when it's right for um, writing or was it something that just evolved over time? I think it's just evolved over time. I mean, I've been a freelancer for very long, like a long time, over 10 years. So um, usually it was it, it was when the client wanted it. And then I kind of was like, right, you know what? I need uh, to sort out this schedule a little bit for me so it works in conjunction when I can write. 10 years? <laughs> Yeah, that's like that's that's uh yeah. Do you get a gold watch at ten years or a telegram from the Queen or something? <laughs> do you know what I do think that there should be an award for freelancers? I know that the people are kind of doing that, but I really do because um it's it's a tough little slog sometimes, and uh, yeah, I do think I should get some kind of certification for that. To be honest, I'm gonna I'm gonna print you one out and send it to you. <laughs> I think I think leapers should do it they should like yeah hey, you know what you've done a good job here you know what we had the idea of uh like your leap day because obviously everybody has their first day of when they went officially freelance or full-time freelance or made the yeah. decision or whatever and it's like it should be like a birthday right it's like yeah get a bit of cake uh, <laughs> glass of prosecco or whatever fizz you enjoy and, and celebrate it yeah Oh, I'm I'm down for it. I'm I'll be there. I'm like collecting a wand and tiara. Oh, um, well, amazing! Virtual <laughs> tiara though, no no touching. Um, how have you seen freelancing change over that ten years? Is it is it radically different now, or is it still the same for you? Um, for me, I I don't know. I think because you're so sort of like in your little hole doing your own thing. Um, for me. You, you kind of I sort of have had blinkers on I guess and at the beginning it was so exciting I was just like full-on you know hungry to get out there and show what I can do yeah. and meet people and I, I loved it and I, I still do love it but how, I would say like oh maybe 
three years ago, it became very, very difficult for me um, mentally. Was there something that that changed there? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think all the, the time, I think it was almost like I looked up and I suddenly realised, God, you spend a lot of time by yourself. Uh, okay. And I, I love uh, my own company and I love being the boss of my own work. I love mm. uh, challenging myself to different things and saying when I do it, when I when I want to do it, all of those, that really good stuff. Um, but at some point, you and it's not like I wanted to be told what to do, but I did want that some sort of connection. Um, mm. And uh, I didn't want it just like fleeting when you meet a few strangers and you're like, you you get that little happy, happy buzz for a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I, I wanted something a bit more consistent. So I actually decided to go and take a little part-time job oh, okay. just so that I could do that. Think that really worked I went back to sort of waitressing for like a little bit yeah. and no that didn't work my feet absolutely killed <laughs> yeah um, yeah and com- customers complained and what have you uh not because of me because I was a delight obviously um <laughs> but yeah um and then I just went back at it and um I had I definitely needed some help mentally I needed to really switch up what I was doing I needed to kind of get my social up to par with my my work challenges that I was giving myself mm. and so that's what I did but what how did you do that what what how did you up your support game oh my gosh well Matthew I got myself into everything I did every activity going <laughs> I was a big life drawer I did um I started to play the drums wow um I went swimming I started swing dancing and yes this is a bit full-on but this is how I am sometimes and but for me um I met so many different people and uh, it quite it it worked it really worked it was one of the best like yeah. sort of times before we got shut down in COVID it was it was amazing so it was really the aim there was just to get yourself out there and make new connections with people that weren't just those fleeting professional connections it was yeah. like hey there's other ways of meeting people yeah exactly I was like how am I going to do this well how do I approach work and I really do think that you know I mean obviously making friends is not the most it's not something you say when you're like you you're in your 40s yeah, it's weird <laughs> isn't it it's really weird but, you know when you're in school you have a connection yeah. of, of those people and then when you go to college you have that mm-hmm. a great um area there and then you go into your workplace and then you 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 go out if you wish to be a freelancer so when you're a freelancer you're literally an individual you don't have you know that person you moan about or um you know the person who was always using the photocopy and you can never use it uh you know you don't have any of that stuff um and that's really I think important to life you know just mm. living and breathing mm. and just um just enjoying it and not enjoying it. Uh, so when you're in your own space and your own um, path, if you like, I think it's really important to reach out and connect in some way it, with family, friends, because uh, mentally I went to a very dark place and right. I didn't see it coming. I literally kind of woke up and had these really terrible thoughts. Um, and I was like, whoa, there's I've got to do something about this. And I actually spoke to my sisters and I was like okay I'm feeling like this don't get scared but I am feeling uh well I had suicidal thoughts let's say let's just right. bring put it out there and I've never ever had anything like there was no kind of like my life was very good I was in a very good place 
um so I suppose there's sometimes there's underlying stuff that goes on that you're that you don't recognize sometimes when you're a freelancer because you're if you're like me I'm a complete and utter workaholic and you those things go undetected and that's uh, that's not a good thing having, having gone through that and now looking back at that time were there things which you can recognize now and go oh actually yeah that was a bit of a you know symptom of, of things getting worse or this was a little bit of a thing that I could have I wasn't aware of at the time but looking back at it that that is a, a signal that things might be getting worse god that's a quite a question I don't know I think it's been because I've been a freelancer for so long I think it's probably wormed its way in there right. over time yeah and you know when I all those times when I said I couldn't make it to this event or because I was working or um you know maybe I could have looked at that situation better and kind of gone actually um put the pen down mm. step away from the laptop and just go and you know free yourself up a bit where did you turn to uh, during that time I mean, you mentioned talking to your family were there other support structures which you uh turn to to get advice um I think family was the main thing um and then I decided to you know put on a bit more work for myself and started to do this project called my staff room Mm -hmm. and I decided that I didn't want anyone to go through that kind of low that I'd hit yeah and so I decided to reach out and and just ask people what was going on with them. I wanted to have a project um, that focused more on the outside uh, workspace, less on productivity and more about people's well-being. Mm-hmm. So instead of running away from it, I literally went towards it in a in a very in a very different way, I guess. Have you, have you found that quite cathartic then, having those conversations with people? It's it's helped you through your own experience. Oh yeah, absolutely. And in regards to what you mentioned earlier about, you know, um, you know, the beginning of how uh, freelancers has check freelancers changed for me. Um, just having that, uh, seeing that there was others that were doing so many, so much great work for freelancers and recognizing the isolation and the, the, the feeling, the loneliness, you know, that, that for me to say that I was feeling lonely was just like the most shameful, embarrassing. Really, but in knickers. <laughs> uh, why? Why? Why shameful? I just felt really ashamed about it. I just felt okay. I just felt really embarrassed about saying that I was that. Um, not that I'm, you know, feeling like I've got loads of people around me. I just felt that mm-hmm. that was really, that was that was too much. Was it a kind of like admittance of, of failure or that you'd been doing it wrong or that others saw you as this kind of like energetic, exciting, outgoing person and, and actually that wasn't the case? What Where do you think that kind of feeling of shame came from? I don't know. I think it probably came from a sense of failure, like I hadn't right. done it right or mm. I'd missed the boat somehow and, you know, you know, sort it out, Sabrina. No, you, this is a silly thing. You can't feel lonely, you know, uh, just because you're a freelancer. Like, that makes absolutely no sense. But then I thought, you know, it doesn't matter where it comes from or how you come about feeling this way. You feel this way, and that's that. Mm, mm. And I did feel quite t- tender at that point, you know, <laughs> to go to these things. But then you meet other people and you realise that your story is not that different to others. And and what are the things which you have put in place now to try and prevent 
slipping back into into those sorts of feelings or or being disconnected beyond clearly putting more things on your to-do list (laughs) um I do like to change up my day Mm, okay I do speak to at least one member of my family like every other day and then I I love to read I, I wasn't that the best at school kind of thing but reading for me just took me to another world and so Right now with COVID, I think it's the best thing to do. Um, but yeah, it just feels like I can like escape basically. So I yeah, I like to switch up my day, make sure I connect with at least one person um, in my day, and um, and and be okay with doing nothing. I think be okay with being a bit bored. I do definitely exercise as well. That for me is like really key because I found that I was getting quite anxious as well. So exercise for me is like huge, even though it's in, within my work, I'm usually teaching others and I realise I've got to really do it for myself. So nature is really important to me. How do you find being okay with doing nothing? Because it strikes me that you're the sort of person that <laughs> there's always something <laughs> which you can be doing. Oh gosh. I mean, I love a challenge. I really do. <laughs> um, even if I'm like doing nothing, I'm like, oh, let's make a game out of this. Or <laughs> I'm like, get I, my back. Yeah. I, I, um, I completely get that. <laughs> you know it, don't you? I do. Yeah. I mean, I was I I um <laughs> picked up my girls from school last night, and it was like I think I had to pick them up at five thirty after after school club or something, and it was five right. o'clock. And I was like, oh god, I'm exhausted. I could just close my eyes for just like twenty minutes and have a rest. And I ended up writing um the outline for a new guide for leapers. I was like, what yeah. are you doing? Just like oh dude just give yourself 20 minutes every so often. <laughs> yeah just let it go don't yeah. like you know like no 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 time escapes you yeah. um but yeah I do I sometimes I just like sit and you know whatever but usually I am I scribble when there's like kind of nothing going on I just kind of scribble and write ideas down and just like relax in um you know the PJs. With the, with the staff room project what is the intention for um that as it as it develops you continuing to have conversations are you are you turning that into useful resources for people who are in similar situations perhaps yeah um with my staff room actually I was thinking about this the other day because COVID really put some breaks on I like I had so many things that were coming up like I'm sure other people had for their own businesses there's so many things I want to do with uh, my staff room but I know that I was trying to make a transition from not complete transition from my Pilates work into being a writer. So um, I think I have to kind of think about where my next steps go. And I think there's a lot of uh, sort of things I'm doing with writing at the moment, um, which I kind of put in place last year. And um, I'm sort of reaping the rewards, if you like, now. So I guess I'll see what happens with my staff room. Um, I I really want to keep it going um, because I think that well-being is so important. Um, you know, all the fun stuff I wanted to connect people with, like football and art and all of that stuff, and parties and discounts <laughs> for literally a my star a staff room um, that people would have when they're not working. Uh, yeah, so at some point that will come. There's a few things coming up that I'm doing with the British Library um, that will involve my staff room. So uh, we'll just watch this space, I guess. You mentioned um, about how you got to that point a couple of years ago and just said, oh, hold on, I'm in this situation, I'm in this place. And and, and you kind of looked up and and things weren't necessarily how 
they right. you wanted them to be are you now a little bit more proactive in saying actually I'm going to give myself a moment every few months to to force myself to sit up and, and reflect on things um oh no I haven't yet Matthew uh, <laughs> oh. uh I think I do I do reflect in a sense it's not, you know, timed or anything, but I do reflect in the sense that because that was mm. such a low point for me when when I was having those thoughts and I felt so incredibly low. Um, and I definitely don't yeah. want to go through that again. Um, but I still have bouts of anxiety, um, but not not strong, but I know what I, I need to do for those things. Like exercise helps a lot for me. With, I need the endorphins to run around my body. So I know I'd take myself for a run or walk. And I think it's important to remember where uh, you were. Um, you can understand mm. with gratitude where you are now. Usually we kind of go, oh, no, no, I haven't done this and I haven't done that. But, you know, remember, if you just remember a little, you know, a few weeks ago, this happened and then you got a call from that person and it was all very positive. So you've got to really remember those really yeah. good things, you know, great things that happen. And and they don't have to be like, you know, earth moving, uh, you know, announcements. They could be just really small, but very important to you. For you, what what is the the single largest benefit of being self-employed as opposed to working in a in a job job? Oh gosh, I think freedom. Like you you really can right set the pace um and if you're doing pretty well you can take a few holidays um ah, rest <laughs> that, is, that is just like fantastic just before actually because my partner is a freelancer as well he's a classical guitarist um we went to scotland just before the literally before the lockdown oh, lovely. and it was just so awesome and i think if i was in work you can't just take those tight days off when you want to so um, I think freedom is is fantastic. You can steer where you want to go in, in your life. You can really create your own destiny if that's not too sort of um, wibbly wobbly to say. Yeah, you can really uh, have a hand in where what you do next. So um, I think that's really, for me, that's really important. Wibbly wobbly is a, is a, is a wonderful <laughs> phrase to finish on, Sabrina. Thank you so much for today. I, I also I feel a little bit guilty that I've taken you away from a to-do list of, of things that you've probably got to do today. <laughs> no, to be honest, Matthew, there is a schedule. And um, if you see it, you'd be like, what? But it does get done. <laughs> uh, so are you, you're quite a structured person, are you? You have like a list and you go through it or you do you flip between things and oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that? Yeah, no, no, no. I am extremely, it sounds as if I'm completely scatty, which I am. I have like flitty floaty days. but Energetic, maybe... not scatty, I would say. It's very different. <laughs> I will go for scatty for sure. Oh, okay, right. Things that come up and I'm like, what? Who's that? What's that happening? Um, no, um, I have a schedule. Yeah, I have to have a schedule. For me, it, it keeps me, it actually is really good for my my brain. Mm -hmm. uh, my mood I know what's coming up I know what I need to get done it makes me less anxious I mm -hmm. try not to fill it up with too many things for sure I put my I prioritize anything that doesn't get done it moves over to the next day and it goes up to the top of that list um, and I always always do the um the horrible stuff first 
Do you? Does that work? All the horrible stuff that I don't want to do. If I don't want to make that call, I don't want to write that email, uh-huh. or I don't want to, you know, literally, I don't know, stuff that I don't want to do, that goes first. Interesting. Because I, I, I mean, it makes complete sense, but I try and protect the morning for when I've got the energy and I can focus and, and get loads of stuff created. Right. And then I have this like bit in the middle of the day where I don't really have any like m- mental energy, I guess. And that's yeah. where I do all the stuff which like ugh, laundry or chasing bills or, you know, all the kind of things I don't particularly want to do, but I don't need to use my brain for. I see. Yeah, no, I understand. And I kind of, I think I kind of do the same thing, but if there's things that I, I don't want to do, that has to, I, I do it first. The horribly. That's kind of going to go in conjunction with the wibbly wobblies. I think we're going to put that in a, a nice um, thesaurus for yourself. <laughs> That's what we need to design, don't we? The the kind of um, encyclopedia of, of self-employment and uh, wibbly wobbly definitely needs to be the year of 2020. I think probably in the OED, it's going to be unprecedented is going to be the word of the year. But I think, no, I'm, I'm going to stick to Wibbly Wobbly. It's a far happier and more exciting um, world, I think. Sabrina, thank you so much for your time. It's been lovely chatting to you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This was No More Water Cooler, a podcast from Leapers, supporting the mental health of the self-employed. If you're looking for a community of peer support, tangible resources and content that helps, or just fancy a cup of coffee with a friendly group of people, join the team for people without a team at www.leapers.co or search Leapers Community. Our production assistant is Stephanie Resort. Our title music was composed by Matt Dobson and I'm Matthew Knight. And until next week, work well.